Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Well, we're happy to welcome you to yet another uh, edition of Second Half Now. We are, in fact, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. And what we try to do every show is to offer you, our listening audience, with tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. And you might say, well, how do you know what kind of life I want to live from now on? That's part of our mission is to uh, help everybody get a grasp that uh, that our life at this uh, uh, over the over the halfway line at uh, at fifty plus that we live on purpose we live uh, with value we live with doing things that are important and I hope every week that as you tune in and as you listen to the podcast that there will be stuff that will add to the quality and value of your life so that you can thrive because that's really our key we want uh, to help boomers thrive so that you can find and fulfill your individual calling. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and we are here uh, to talk about a very important subject today. Uh, last show, depending upon what sequence you're listening to them in, if you're doing the podcast, we talked about uh, placement services and memory care and memory care either in the home or in a, uh, in a senior community. <clears throat> and the question came up a number of times in that show in terms of the cost and uh, you know, how a family addresses that that whole issue. If we're going to have to put mom or grandma or grandpa into a care facility or memory care, how are we going to deal with that? What are the issues? What are the questions? What are the resources? That's what uh, we dealt with last time. And we have now following a very, uh, very appropriate follow-up topic because, you know, Americans are living longer these days and need to plan accordingly. So one way to protect your assets and your family is with long-term care insurance. I know you've heard of it, uh, but have you thought about it? Do you know much about it? That's what we're here for today. What exactly is long-term care insurance? How does it work? What does it cover? How much does it cost? And what happens if you don't have it? These are the things you need to know when considering this question. Is long-term care insurance right for you? So this show will give you some information and insights as you deal with that important question. And here's the topic for this show. It's this. Long-term care insurance, counting the cost, weighing the benefits. We have guests in the show that uh, today in the studio that can help us uh, get a handle on that. So we're going to talk about it. I just want to remind you that we are here to uh, bless your life in the way that you thrive in five important core life categories. <clears throat> and these are the uh, categories. Number one, home and family. Number two, health and wellness. Number three, budget and finances. Number four, heart and soul. And number five, work and purpose. So honestly, with our uh, professional in studio today, and with this particular topic and the questions we're going to be talking about, I don't know which category this actually fits in. Maybe our guest can help us. I'm thinking it's kind of home and family, and it's kind of health and wellness, and it's kind of budget and finances. But so we might uh, deal with all of those with this important topic. Again, the topic title is Long-Term Care Insurance, Counting the Cost, Weighing the Benefits. Let's talk about it. 
Special guest in studio today, we have Jason Susie, and I'm, I'm going to admit here, Jason, I've had a hard time saying your name, because, and I told you this before, because for some reason I want to get sushi in there, but it's Jason Susie, S-U-S-E-E, and um, marketing partner, um, Patty. Now, I have different pronunciations for your last name. I think the way you say it is Majora. Right. Okay. And they are with uh, Thrivent Financial. I want to thank you both, Patty and Jason, for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thanks for having us. Um, and yes, it's Jason Susi. Yes. You were close. I get the sushi and the Susie both. Yeah. So okay. I, I respond to either. Right. And Patty, welcome to you also. Thank you for having us. We're delighted to be here. Good. We have some common connections uh, with church uh, denominational things, and those may or may not come up, but um, I'm uh, meeting these folks uh, for the first time as of a little over a month ago when we were at um, a Christian Chamber of Commerce meeting in Vancouver. And I have made a point of going to those meetings because that's where I find good guests. And uh, I try to focus on professionals who know their stuff and have the credentials and can really help us with the uh, selected topic. So let's get right into it. Uh, Jason is our professional and our expert. He's going to be answering most of the questions and talking about long-term care insurance. And there's so many questions. We won't get them all in, uh, but I'll give you this heads up ahead of time. Uh, you know that we do this part one and part two. We will answer some of the questions and get some of the information out in part two, but um, plan on getting over to part two, which will be available only uh, on the Internet. So your smartphone, your tablet, your Internet-connected device, your tin cans and a string or whatever you do. So uh, let's start with, uh, Jason, as we look at you, and I know that uh, you're even wearing the Thrivent Financial shirt. Good for you. Yeah, it's a comfortable shirt. It's a, yeah. I, yeah, I like it. And no questions about who you're with, right? Uh, no question. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to be with Thriving Financial for going on six years. Um, I'd like to mention a few things. Please do. I do. Uh, I'm a licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, which is the marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. I'm also a registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Incorporated. Uh, you can find other disclosures at Thrivent.com. Um, I am a partner at Thrivent Financial, and I'm a certified long-term care counselor as well. And that last one, along with the other ones, I mean, you probably have lots of certifications and um, trainings that you have done. The last one really is going to zone in on what we're going to talk about today with long-term care insurance. Uh, full disclosure, I've mentioned occasionally on my show here that I am a Lutheran. I'm a Lutheran pastor. That's the connection that we have. And um, do I need long-term care insurance? I'm going to be thinking about that as we talk about uh, these questions because you have a lot of information we've kind of briefed on this ahead of time so thank you for being here and for bringing your uh, bringing your expertise to our listening audience so um one of the questions that i had uh, 20 years ago you know why would i ever need long-term care insurance i'm just going to keep on living and everything's going to be happy and i'm going to be fine but i'm not uh, 20 years have gone by now and uh, we were talking briefly about how much past 60 I am, past 65. I'm pushing, what, what did I say? 68 here pretty soon. So, uh, you know, this topic, it really fascinates me. And I, is there something that I need to know and something I need to do in order to address this issue? Let's talk about that. First, 
I think we want to talk about, you know, Americans are living longer. So you have some stats for us about longevity, a life expectancy. Um, yes. Uh, first off, from just from the IRS table, we all know Americans are living longer. We know that, uh, you know, medicines are, are helping data and, you know, advanced health care is, <clears throat> is doing its part there. But just for our context today, um, a 65-year-old uh, today, and this is based on the IRS tables, um, if you're a male... The IRS says your average life expectancy is another 18.7 years. Um, if you're a female, um, your average life expectancy is another 21.8 years. All right, let's. Uh, I don't want to stop and pause on every stat, but mm-hmm. let's let's do this one. At at what age? At 65. At age 65. Okay, so of our listeners, <clears throat> if you're at or close to 65, women will have 21-ish. Yep. More years, mm-hmm. so that takes them to 86? Correct. Ish, okay. On the average. Okay, on the average, right. And then um, for men uh, who are 65, they have 18 some yeah, years left. Yeah, it takes you to about 83, 84. Okay, so that's right in the zone of what we hear reported all the time about the life expectancy. I really liked what you had before. Um, no, maybe that was it, about, uh, about how many... How many, here's the question, uh, you know, we may not know how many years we have left, but what's going to happen in those years? If I've got 20 years left, what is my health condition going to be? What's my financial situation going to be? These are the things that our listeners ought to be thinking about, because this is what puts long-term care insurance, you know, into a realm where we need to think about it. Even if we decide no, at least we've done it with intelligent information. Right. Most people would would think that, that I run into think I'm not going to need it. Right. I'm going to be the one, whatever percentage that is the percentage that doesn't need the care. Right. But I ask every one of my um, my clients or potential clients, I say, if you become old, do you think you may become frail? Yeah, good question. And... The answer opens a lot of eyes. Right. Um, many people, you know, think that, you know, long-term care insurance is nursing home insurance. Um, but I'd like to, to clarify that, you know, the need for long-term care or extended care, as mm-hmm. it's referred to, is, is not a nursing home or a condition. Um, it's a life-changing event that would have devastating consequences to your spouse and children or your uh, caregiver that would um, affect your ability to keep your financial promises during your your lifetime. Um, Just like if you were to quote-unquote predecease, a life insurance would would cover your financial obligations. If you quote-unquote live too long um, and need extended care, um, that's going to affect your, your financial position and the position in your family as well. Right, for sure. As we move through the age spectrum, we have um, ideas about what we would like our financial situation to be as we get to the end. Um, you know, I'm thinking I'd like to leave something for my kids. Uh, and I don't know if it's more important, but equally important, I would like to leave some resources for ministries that I really care about. Things that I couldn't support very much in life, but maybe when I die or maybe when my finances, all the coins are 
counted up. I would like something to go to causes that I believe in and people that are doing the good that I, that I value. I want that to happen. So I know that that's one of the risks that a person will take if they don't have the right kind of financial planning. I'll just say the larger term, all kinds of financial planning. So I know the thing that I was meant to say before is that I am a Thrivent policyholder. And Thrivent is kind of the newer-ish name of a merger of what us old Lutherans used to know of as Aid Association for Lutherans. And the other one, the merger, was uh, Lutheran Brotherhood, right? Correct. And uh, so now it's together, and it's been that for Thrivent for like 20 or 30 years. Um, closer to 12 to 13 years. Oh, is that right? Uh, okay. I think they were in, involved in the planning of it for, yeah. for a while, but okay. it officially happened, I believe, in 2002. Okay. And I bought my first... Uh, life policy with Aid Association for Lutherans when I was 18. So I've been a policyholder for 50 years. So amazing. And uh, I think um, about that a lot, about what I did back then, the decision I made back then, and how, uh, you know, how it seems to me now at this stage. So been through the, uh, the family thing and raised kids and everything. And so uh, I had some things in place to kind of make those financial plans. So uh, let's move on. When uh, you were talking about uh, what's the likelihood that you will become frail if you get to those uh, older years, there could be a follow question on that, and that is, if you are frail, uh, is there a chance that you might need some help with what's known as your activities of daily living? What can you tell us about those ADLs? Yeah, the the activities of daily living, there are six um, physical ones, bathing, dressing, transferring from point A to point B, toileting, continence, and eating. Um, older policies sometimes required um, th- three of these ADLs to be necessary to trigger a claim. Okay. Most policies these days have a minimum requirement of two activities of daily living. Um, and typically... Um, we see one of the first uh, four, uh, or two of the first four of bathing, dressing, transferring, or toileting. And needing the help and assistance in two of those will trigger the need for a long-term care um, claim. You know, And uh, also, um, there is a standalone um, qualification, which is a cognitive disability. Okay, sure. So you don't have to have any of the physical um, ADLs if you have a cognitive disability and need care for that. Okay. So if uh, grandma has, on the physical side, if she has two of those, then if she has a extended care or long-term care policy, then that can kick in some provision for in-home care or some way of helping her with those things. Is that right? Yes. The claim process usually starts with um, you know, a doctor, uh, you know, filling out their part of the claim form, the, um, the insured filling out their part, and then usually there's an elimination period. And that elimination period is typically 90 days. And what, explain what that means. That elimination period means that that is the time that you will, um, the person <laughs> that needs the care will actually be paying for care from their own assets or their own income and assets. And then the policy will kick in after that person has or the family has, has made the payments for 90 days. Okay. 
older policies did have a 30-day elimination mm-hmm. period, um, but we find the majority of these policies to be a 90-day elimination period. Okay, so you have to be thinking about at least covering that 90 uh, days out-of-pocket or private pay. Correct. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm dealing with a cold here, so pardon me as I kind of cough here. Um what are the options? So when a person uh, does need care, whether it's me or whether it's grandma, whatever, the per- the loved one, uh, what are some of the options uh, when a person does need care? Can you give us a range of kinds of uh, services that are uh, available to us? Um, well, typically, most, um, most long-term care companies will provide a care coordinator um, that will take care of the details. So your family doesn't have to necessarily, you know, call every different, you know, adult daycare. Okay. Or, or And most okay. of them will provide that and mm-hmm. will be kind of like your care concierge, so and, to speak. Okay. And there are more ranging from, um, you know, weekly in-home up to full-time in a facility or a community of some kind? Yes. And, the benefits range okay. from in-home care to assisted living to nursing home and different varied parts of, um, depending on the the level of money you want to spend, get the percentages higher or lower sure. of okay. covering those costs. And the variables in terms of what is going to be provided financially uh, and what the costs are of those services with or without extended care coverage, that's important. So let's talk about that right after the break. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. 
Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503 780-3030. 780-3030. And we're back. We are in studio here with a professional in the extended care or long-term care subject with Thrivent Financial. This is Jason. I'm still trying to say it without getting sushi in there. Maybe that's where I need to go after we do the show. Jason Susie. Susie. Is that French? It It is French. Okay. All right. So I want to give a big shout out to the partners that help us make this show and all of our shows possible. So in addition to the ones that you heard already, we have uh, Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial. We have Dream Trips. We have Portland City Acupuncture, my friend Mariko, who stuck needles in me a couple of weeks ago and took care of an annoying pain that I was suffering. We have uh, the next phase coaching with Eric Howard and Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors. So let's jump back into our subject. And we were talking about uh, if a family member, a loved one does need care, it ranges from in-home, you know, once a week, twice a week, uh, a couple hours a day, whatever. That's very flexible. But at the other end, it is like you are a full-time resident. You have actually moved into uh, an assisted living or a memory care facility or something like that. And so let's let our listeners get a little bit of a handle on the cost. Because when we're talking about some way to deal with the cost through long-term, long-term care insurance, what are we actually up against? What is it going to be? And what, what are the current uh, rates for that kind of service? Well, for home care, uh, to have um, someone come into your home and, and provide uh, help with the activities of daily living, the transferring and um, bathing and dressing and such, um, that could be typically done by a, a CNA, um, which is a certified nursing assistant. Thank you. And that person, you know, the average cost can be in between fifteen and twenty-five dollars. If you need a more skilled person to give care, such as an RN, um, it's going to go up from there. It, it could be, you know, anywhere from from thirty to to sixty dollars an hour for for that in home oh, care. Okay. Okay. Um, but when you talk about an actual facility, um, the average in the, the Portland metro area is close to $7,000 a month. And um, as astounding as that sounds, that is well within the range of what I've heard numerous times with people in my churches who are dealing with that um, or family members. When you start looking around and you look at the level of care and the services, I mean, I've heard a little bit more. I've heard one family paying 8000 and another one, you know, paying four, but that so seven is kind of well within that range. That's shocking. It is <clears throat> uh, because people don't realize that these uninsured medical expenses really can force a reallocation of your income and potentially your assets for your family. If you don't plan in advance, um, you mentioned that you had a, a desire to, you know, leave money to ministries and, and charities, and. If you don't have a plan, um, your your plans could be affected. Right. 
Absolutely, yeah. So, and I would say that about all uh, financial planning and fin- financial services. So, Jason, when you put on the Thrivent financial hat in the morning, you're not just uh, long-term care or extended care. You have a whole suite of services available. And we're not going to get into those today, but I do want to talk more about what's actually going on in a family's life when grandma or grandpa or mom or dad or myself or my spouse starts evidencing these. We, we heard about the 10 warning signs um, at a previous show. <clears throat> so uh, from your perspective of thinking about providing for that care, let's talk about that. We're going to have to save it until part two. But I really appreciate you being here today. And we're going to ha- wrap up uh, for part one. But listeners, uh, you want to be sure to get onto your, <clears throat> your uh, mobile device or your uh, desktop, whatever that is, Anybody have desktops these days? Desktop, laptop, uh, tablet, uh, smartphone. Have I got them all? iPad. Anyway, that's where you'll find part two. So what I want to do, let's, uh, before we leave this part, uh, Jason, and we get off the air, let's uh, give some contact information. So if somebody says, you know what, I'm not sure I understood everything that was being said, but I have questions and I, I know we probably need to talk about it. So um, give us, you want a website or a phone number or both? Well, I'll give you both. Um, we have our, our website is Thrivent.com, and you can uh, select um, talk to an advisor in your zip code, and it will list the, the advisors that, that service that area. We're in every county um, of every state in the nation. So wow. there's that. Okay. Um, locally, um, our, my office that I work from is a 360 Six nine four one one nine seven. I have several representatives that are um, as skilled as I am that that can help. Okay, and um, I was going to say, um, what was I going to say? It was something else. About, oh, I know. Thrivent is thrive with an N T on the end of it. In case right. people are wondering how to spell it. We have some really other good shows coming up. One of them is uh, emergency preparedness. There's a couple of big conferences coming our way around the region. I mean, the whole West Coast with uh, hundreds and hundreds of people planning to attend. And we have the coordinator for those conferences coming up, Dan Terry. And he will be in uh, to talk about the whole issue of emergency preparedness, meaning, uh, you know, a natural disaster or a storm or an outage of some kind or a terrorist attack. uh, All of that is pretty current. We have someone coming in talking about organizing your stuff and your life a person that uh, goes under the business name of Be Organized, like Busy Bee, Be Organized. We also have uh, Eldridge Broussard coming in. He will be the guest speaker at the Good Friday Breakfast, a thousand people here in Portland at the uh, convention center, and uh, on the topic of living a life of significance. And when you get to be uh, in the second half of life, you're thinking about, okay, what am I going to leave behind? What kind of a legacy? How do I want to be remembered? What could I be doing now? And uh, Eldridge is going to be coming with his wife into the studio, and that's going to be a great show. All this and a whole lot more at Second Half Now. And uh, you can see, um, I said see, but I meant you can hear our shows in the uh, under the archive tab at secondhalfnow.com. We want to encourage you to tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. KKPZ, 13.30 a.m. in the Portland market. 
And uh, that's the first half. Part one is there. And in order to get part two of all of our shows, that'll be at our website, where you can listen around the clock and around the world. You would just go to secondhalfnow.com and all of the shows and our content and everything else uh, is there. You want to learn more about what we're doing? Want to learn more about long-term care insurance, about Thrivent, about Jason? Uh, just go to our uh, contact page at secondhalfnow.com. Thank you for listening today. We appreciate uh, you coming along with us. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Yeah, that's us, the 50-plus crowd. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm Dr. Dan Critchett, your host. Happy to have you on board. Let's continue our conversation with Jason Susie and Patty Majora of Thrivent Financial on part two of our website, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. We are back and you have found part two of the discussion that we're having with uh, guests in the studio. I'll introduce them again in a moment. The topic for today is titled this, Long-Term Care Insurance, Counting the Cost, Weighing the Benefits. In fact, in, our, in part one, we uh, also found out that extended care is uh, a replacement or an alternate for long-term care. So extended care insurance Counting the cost, weighing the benefits. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. Happy to have you along for the ride. I'm the host on this show, Second Half Now. And this portion, of course, you are listening to on some sort of Internet-connected device. And we're happy to have you here. If you did not hear Part 1, you want to go back and hear that. It's too late if you missed it on the radio, but it is captured with an MP3 format. Um, You can download, you can stream it, you can capture it, you can record it, you can do whatever you like. So, and we hope you do because it's very important uh, information there, kind of setting the stage and uh, kind of building the foundation for what we're going to do next. And in part two, we're going to wrap up with some very practical applications, and we're going to finish the topic of long-term care insurance, counting the cost, weighing the benefits, and uh, we don't even pretend to be um, planning to answer all of the questions. We're just kind of getting enough information out there, hopefully to stimulate a contact, a visit to the website or a phone call or something. So again, in studio with me is Jason Susi with Thrivent Financial. Welcome, Jason. Thank you. And you're here for part two, round two. Here we go. Great. I'm ready. Yes. And we have Patty Majora, who is, uh, introduce your title. So yes, I'm the community engagement leader. Together, Jason and I lead the area that we're responsible for. Very good. Community engagement. On another show, uh, we're going to talk more about what that means and how um, 
that actually happens. I'm really looking forward to those because um, our mission really with Second Half Now is to get out into the local churches. And um, when we talk about engaging with the community, that's our prime uh, avenue is through the local churches because we uh, we want to present uh, tried and trusted professionals. And uh, we know that it helps if we have gotten uh, on board uh, the affirmation of the gatekeeper or the pastor, the staff of the church. And so a little double assurance of quality and integrity. And so that's we're really big on that. So let's get back into the subject, long-term care insurance, counting the cost, weighing the benefits. We finished part two talking about uh, the options that uh, a person might have available in terms of um, uh, occasional or periodic home in-home care, all the way up to a full service, full residence, uh, assisted living, and memory care, full, um, what would you call that, for, uh, 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 caregiver kind of a situation? Yeah, yeah. Uh, from in the home? No, up to the, the Oh, max. up to the, the max. I mean, it, it really goes to, you know, in nursing home care, yeah. private or semi-private okay. room. Full-time care. Full-time care. Right, right. And then, Jason, you had mentioned on part one that uh, the average cost for that kind of residential arrangement with different levels of care and so forth on a ballpark average in the Portland metro area currently, we have all these little compartments, and that's okay, is about $7,000 a month, give or take a couple of thousand or so, depending upon the situation. And you wanted to mention about how these uh, pricings or how this cost has uh, changed, and what's what do you see happening coming up in the future? Well, that's really the um, I would think that the scary thing about this is the the cost percentage increase year over year over the past um, five to ten years has been dramatic. It has outpaced inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, there's there's numbers that say in between four and five percent um, increase in the cost of care. So if you if you calculate that out, um, the cost of care going up at that uh, dramatic of a percentage increase can be in the tens of thousands per month by the time um, we hit, you know, 2035, 2045, mm-hmm. 2055. So this 7,000 is going to seem like... Um, just a, a drop in the bucket. Right. That has a lot to do with the reflection upon current premiums, too. So what you really have to do, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, evaluating the cost of current premiums in comparison to the anticipated cost of what it's likely to be 10, 15, 20, 25 years down the road. So uh, no one can calculate with uh, certainty a lot of that stuff, but I'm hoping, Jason, you can give us uh, some handles on that. During the break, we were talking about um, how the age, uh, average age of the applicants uh, with long t- for long-term care policies has changed. What is that information? The information is, um, you know, in the past, you know, 10, 20 years ago, typically what you'd hear from um, an advisor or a, um, an insurance agent is you get to the point of, Full retirement age, um, whether that's a Medicare age of 65 or full retirement now of 67, then the discussion was from your agent, well, let's talk long-term care. Um, Now, because of the longevity um, and because underwriting has gotten dramatically um, more difficult to get through, 
than it was uh, in previous years. And what that means in layman's terms <clears throat> is it's harder to actually get approved. It gets hardly to get a policy. Yes, much that's harder. Underwriting is that's what that is. That's mm-hmm. that process of approval based on a number of uh, variables, a number of things yeah. about your life. You, you'd think that the longer you live, the more <laughs> opportunity you have to have something uh, with your health go go wrong or, or be an added burden. Makes sense. And and these things are are more and more uh, disqualifying people from getting a, a long-term care policy or they're increasing the costs yeah. uh, of them. So right now, the average age isn't 65 or 67 of an applicant. It's closer to 55 or 57. So um, I would um, encourage people to use that old adage of get, if you want the coverage, get insurance when you don't need it. Yeah. Right. Because when you do, you may not qualify. Or it'll be astronomical premium pricing. So, Correct. Yeah. I want to ask you another question about some of those technicalities. Then I want to get into <clears throat> um, sort of the family's approach uh, in terms of the actual cost of the um, – uh, of the policies, but then the kind of the emotional and financial challenges uh, that people have, families have, when a loved one moves through the age spectrum and things start not working the way they did, including the head. And uh, so we have those challenges. But here's my question is, you were talking at the break about uh, the number of um, of uh, companies that offer long-term care insurance today as compared to those even just at the uh, beginning of uh, of the 2000s. Right. So give us that information. Yes. Based on um, the information on Morningstar, uh, give them the credit. In 2002, there were over 100 um, companies offering long-term care insurance. Okay. 100 companies. Um, Fast forward 12 to 14 years, less than 15 companies offered long-term care insurance. So from over 100 to less than 15. Correct. I would think that if a person is interested in having this kind of coverage that they can count on, uh, it would be good to investigate the strength of that company. And I'm just imagining that uh, the ones that went kaput uh, probably didn't have the strength. So, Correct. I mean, the insurance company, What I the recommendation is to look at, um, look at the ratings companies, um, check out their, their length of, of time that offering the coverage, mm-hmm. length of time in business. Um, these are these are very good, uh, you know, your due diligence points right. to, to check out. So uh, in, in the past, we, we'd seen um, higher premiums um, from certain companies and lower premiums from others, and it turns out that we've we've seen that the companies that have lasted have done their actuarial due diligence, and their prices may have been higher, um, and they were able to. Um, survive because of that. That puts an interesting logic spin on it. So if I'm comparing policies, I might say, well, that one is a little bit more, but that's maybe contributes to the strength of the company, therefore is more likely to be there when I need it. I don't know if that's always the case. It is not always the case, but I can see where that does make a lot of sense. So when a family gets to that point, and I've seen it in my family, and I'll tell a story, Patty's going to tell a story, um, how, uh, how the kids or the grandkids, depending upon, 
you know, the ages that we're talking about here, how they get involved or how they don't. What have you seen in terms of how families handle this this uh, crossroads or, you know, crossing the line in terms of looking at actually having to to get the extended care, the medical or memory care? Well, I've seen both both circumstances. I've seen the people that have done good planning um, and want to leave their legacy intact um, the way they're remembered. Um, and they don't want to be remembered having to, to be a burden or um, whether it's financial, physical, emotional on their family at the end of life because that's what they fear and they've told me that they fear that is the way they'll be remembered not oh, yeah. for the things that they did when they were younger <clears throat> right um but i've seen um i've seen the good you know i've seen the people that have done great planning and their family can instead of provide that care they can manage the care and they can still spend their time with their dad or their mom mm-hmm. and they don't have to be um, the physical, emotional toll of providing that care um, doesn't come up. It's They get to spend time, and that is valuable time. That is. That's a key. You said they get to manage the care rather than providing the care. Right. <clears throat> so they would yeah. be able to um, have someone either in the home or at the facility, mm-hmm. um, you know, bearing the, the burden of the care, um, you know, the activities of daily living, whether they're, um, you know, transferring, uh, bathing, dressing, um, these things, and they don't have to do those things. They can do the things that they want to do with their, their, uh, grandmother, grandfather, father, mother. Um, these are, those are important times in in your life. So, um, there were memories are made and do you want your memory, um, to be, having your, your grandchild have to, you know, take care of you and maybe sacrifice, um, a relationship of her own or his own, um, maybe take time out of their education or their ability to, to make money because they have to take care of you. That is a critical, uh, consideration. As you know, I've been involved in the funeral industry and, uh, always when there's been a death and we're gathering at the funeral home with a family, Either prearrangements were made or not, and I can guarantee you 100% of the time it's much better if prearrangements were made. So, um, and I don't want to keep dwelling on this, but it's, it's so critically important. I've had men tell me as they age, they said, I want my wife to be my wife and not my nurse. And so, you know, we went through that with my family. I tell my kids, I say, if I need care, if I need to go to a facility, just find a place and put me there and come and see me once in a while. Don't have me move in with you. Don't, I mean, I don't want you to have that burden. And, and I won't have that choice if I don't, uh, you know, plan appropriately. But I know I've seen people go through this. And it's, it's an interesting thing as you make decisions now that will affect, like you're saying, Jason, um, how we will be remembered. So. Oh, another scary statistic that I found in this Morningstar um, uh, website and article was two out of three people plan on someone in their family taking care of them in an extended care situation, but they haven't told that person. <laughs> oh, that's the key part. They, missing out on that that one. is scary to they me. They haven't told them. Wow. <clears throat> So let's talk about, um, if you're talking about extended care, 
And I know we had a conversation earlier about um, um, different aspects of that care that can be covered. I mean, you have some options. So um, can you kind of give us an overview of the options that can be covered? Yes. Um, The different types of policies, is that what you're asking? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, does it cover in-home care? Does it cover... Yes, yeah, so you can have the um, the policies cover um, in-home care. You can have them cover assisted living. You can have them cover full-time care. Um, you can have even, there's policies that even have a, um, a provision for home modification. Mm-hmm. So if you need to, um, in, you know, increase the width of a doorway or, or add um, a, uh, ramp a, a, or a ramp or a uh-huh. walk-in tub. Okay, yeah. Um, there's policies that even have that um, designation of reimbursement. Probably lots of options that the, a person would probably need to talk with a uh, professional and find out what they are and what what makes sense for them for including in their in their particular selection. Certainly, I mean, okay. there these are very complex <clears throat> plans, and that can be a real hindrance on people, and even maybe your listeners from saying, "Well, it's just too complicated." Um, these plans are very complex, which might be a, a, a disadvantage that people would look at saying, it's just too much for me. Yeah, we put it off because we just don't want to wrap our heads around that yet. Mm-hmm. And if we wait long enough, we won't be able to anyway. I know that sounds like a setup, but I totally, because I'm in that, that age and stage right now, and that's very important. One thing that I know about and I've seen a lot is that families will inquire about what's called a Medicaid spend down. And so if you have so many assets in terms of a home, in terms of savings and everything else, and sometimes they will need to use all of that, uh, all the resources before they can be covered by Medicaid. So let's talk about that right after the break. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 
807-5715. Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 247 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030. 503-780-3030. We are continuing our conversation here in studio at... Uh, the beautiful mountaintop station of KKPZ in Portland. And uh, we are on 1330 AM, and you want to dial that up every Monday at 530, listen to us live on the radio. Otherwise, all of our shows, part one and part two of everything we've done, is at secondhalfnow.com. As we come back uh, here to the studio and talk with our expert on long-term care, extended care um, I want to make sure that we mention some other of our partners. <clears throat> we have Northwest Web Creation Company that uh, does our website. We have Legal Shield and ID Shield. We have Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ. This radio station actually partners with us. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest <coughs> and Serving Our Neighbors. So we're jumping right into it, <coughs> and this is the last part of the of part two so we're going to um, put it all in here all the stuff that is fit to print or all what you, what you need to know i'm in studio here with jason susie and patty majora i always have to look over here see if i got that right i've heard uh, three or four different pronunciations it's very italian tell us how uh, how mark whose name you took how he pronounces that name he says it maggiore yeah and with a little Italian flair or exactly. something and a glass of wine or something, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I like Mark. Good guy. We're going to have him on the show, too, sometime. And more from Patty as we talk about the various kinds of uh, um, things that we can offer uh, through our churches in our community. So uh, let's get back into it. Uh, what I'm concerned about, Jason, is making this very real. So uh, a person who chooses uh, who, whatever choices they make, they have to understand what risks are involved and what the price is uh, for somehow protecting against that risk. And I've seen so many people that have done uh, about the Medicaid spend down. And so they say, well, you know, mom's got, you know, let's say $100,000. And uh, if she has to go to a uh, to a memory care or a full-time care, it's going to be gone in a little over a year, right? And then right. she's going to have to exhaust all of her resources before she can switch over to being covered by Medicaid, and then uh, the taxpayers will pay from there on out. And that is actually a strategic plan that a lot of people do because they just don't have any option, right? I mean, they just... Correct. Yeah. I mean, that is their plan. Um, the fact is, the fact remains on that, and in our industry, we typically say that's the most expensive way to, to cover for it. Um, but I can think of of other, you know, more expensive ways. Um, the fact is, you know, 40% of, of all long-term care costs are financed by Medicaid. Um, mm. Again, uh, with, uh, with credit to Morningstar with that. Um, so 
Yes, you can go on Medicaid. There are, you know, certain advantages to that if that's your only option. Right. And for many people, when they tell us uh, that very few retirees are actually prepared financially for that and uh, will end up uh, scrambling and trying to, you know, make a life happen when we have not prepared for retirement. I can't, you know, that um, 82% of people make up statistics on the spot. So that's what I'm about to do. (laughs) Okay. And it's about that 82% of retirees don't have $1,000 in savings. And uh, most could not um, cover a $500 car repair. So we don't have resources. So I'm just saying this is important. To, to do financial planning, uh, get a an agent or a representative. What do you call your guys? Uh, uh, financial associates or financial representatives. Okay, good. Okay. So um, one of the options is long-term care insurance, which is what we've been talking about. And I wonder if there's any other details. I mean, I, I want to talk about some ballpark pricing, um, but I'm wondering if maybe now's a good time to tell some stories of the good and the bad and the ugly. And uh, I know in my particular case, uh, when my dad started going downhill, my mom was not going to let him go. She wasn't going to put him into a facility. She felt like she would be deserting him uh, because he had uh, provided for her all through the you know family growing up and raising four kids and everything else and she didn't even have anybody come in and you know and dust a shelf we were so concerned about her that we thought we might lose her first because even though my dad was going downhill um, she was exhausted and had she had the ability to provide some kind of care not necessarily move dad to a facility or to a community a residence facility but even have somebody come in, you know, and here's the thing. Us, all of us kids laughed at mom because it, we knew that if she had somebody come in to clean her house, she would have it so clean that they didn't even need to come. She <laughs> said, oh, I don't want them to see this. Well, then, anyway. So, and Patty, tell us about your story and your family. Yes. Um, so my parents had the foresight. When they sold a piece of property, they talked about having um, – purchasing a long-term care insurance policy. And at the time that they did that, they were only looking at it for mom because they were sure that mom would outlive dad. And dad had coverage through the military. He's a retired military. So they purchased the policy, and a year later, mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And this goes to the subject that Jason mentioned earlier. You may or may not qualify based on your health condition And she did at the time they purchased it, but had they waited a year, she may not have. Fast forward to um, when her health took a turn, dad was providing the care, but because they had that long-term care policy, he was able to bring some help into our home, and that really freed him up to continue to stay, um, continue being involved in the things that were important to him outside of her care. And it also gave us the freedom as a family to really focus on being a family rather than on providing the care for mom. Wow. It was a real you know, blessing. I do a lot of work with caregivers. Uh, we have a whole uh, devotional ministry, a dial-in devotion ministry. We're setting it up on a website. It's called Inspiration for Caregivers. Some of the terminology that these caregivers use is if you are the caregiver and your spouse had a stroke or if you're kind of you're the main care person, here's what they say is my home has become my prison. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I would agree with that on yeah. a lot of... Re- a lot of ways. Um, you know, Patty had a great example of 
how long-term care can bring people together. Um, if you don't have a plan, I've I've seen the other side of where it, it can really tear families apart. Right. When you have that kind of a situation and, you, and money is involved, when the kids are kind of uh, looking at the inheritance or looking at the house or whatever, and they say, well, you know, at least I'll get, whatever, fill in the blank dollars, you know, bit inheritance. But if mom or dad has to use that for their care, then all of that's gone. So, I mean, those are just reality. Everybody has to make their own choice based on their individual situation. <coughs> Excuse me for coughing again. I'm shaking this cold, but it's not quite gone yet. Um, when, Jason, should a person or family start looking into the whole extended care policy situation? I think with comprehensive planning, um, you know, with an advisor that you have, there's many different good companies out there. We do provide that at Thrivent. Um, I think a long-term care plan starts within your 40s. I think you have to start the discussion. Depends on your health. Depends on your longevity. Um, but I think the discussion has to start there. Um, whether or not you decide to apply for it then or in your 50s, um, that's going to be up to your, your advisor and, uh, and your current situation. And I'm sure you've seen it all and heard I, about it. All. Yes. I, I've seen, um, and heard the stories, the right. good, the bad, and the ugly, as you right. say. So, um, what about this? If a person, uh, gets a policy at whatever age and, uh, they never need the care, they don't have to move to a memory care facility and uh, they die, and never they've paid these premiums, and uh, they they never needed the benefit that that covered. Great question. Um, how I'd answer that is, um, you were insured for that time, though, mm -hmm. um, so you're paying for it it all along. Um, there are provisions in contracts that will allow you a return of premium. Uh -huh. um, so basically, your heir would get back what you paid in. Um, a disclaimer on that, it, it makes the policy more expensive. Sure. Typically. Right. Um, so there are, you know, di different ways to, to, you know, to look at that. Some people look at it as, you know, like a car insurance. Well, you know, do I always have that payoff? Well, not unless I crash. Yeah. Or not unless someone that. hits me. Yeah. Um, uh, other people look at it as peace of mind. It's it's real peace of mind that knowing that I can put my head on the pillow at night and know I'm not going to be a burden to anybody else, knowing that I've got that taken care of for the people that I care about. I think that's the key, peace of mind. Because uh, I told you I had a emergency at my home recently, got flooded out. Right. And um, I didn't like the, um, the uh, fact that I had to use my renter's insurance, but I'm sure glad it was there. And in the meantime, I had the peace of mind. I didn't know exactly what it covered. I just knew it covered something. And uh, my gosh, I don't know what I would do without it, actually. So it's that peace of mind. So so one last thing, Jason, and that is people are probably thinking, well, what is it, $100 a month? Is it $1,000 a month? And I know there's a whole range and a lot of variables and everything else. Can you give us some ballpark info so people just have – some sort of a an idea of what a policy would cost like this. Well, policies range. Um, I I tell my clients it it's really depends on their need and their what they have for, as far as income. But you can buy a uh, an economy policy that covers 
a small amount of the risk. You can have something that covers a larger, like half to three quarters of the risk Mm. or a policy that includes um, all the risk. Um, For the sake of our, um, of our program today, I will give you somewhat of the average. Okay, good. That would be helpful. So someone in their, uh, a couple in their um, mid fifties with a medium range policy um, could look at anywhere between um, 150 and 400 dollars a month, depending for the both of them. Each all together. Together, oh, depending okay. on how much uh, coverage sure. levels they want it. Now, again, if you're going to get the Cadillac policy, it's going to go on top of that, but in in the middle range. Now, you're going to see that number um, go up when people in their 60s, uh, because this is an age. Um, driven product, just like a life insurance. The, the closer sure. you are to, to needing it, the more it's going to cost. Um, so in, in your 60s, you're probably looking closer to 250 to 500 a month for, for a couple. That's, for a couple. Yeah. Okay. Um, so th- those are some of the, the ranges for taking care of part of the risk, not all of the risk. Right. Okay. And there's a lot more information, more than we can possibly uh, begin to talk about on a radio show but I see you, Jason, as a professional that has resources and has information. And I'm guessing you would welcome a phone call or a contact so people can ask whatever they want to ask of you. Yes, definitely. Um, I'd, I'd like to give uh, Please. my uh, really my conclusion here. I, I, again, have to say I'm, I'm a licensed agent uh, for Thrivent Financial, um, and I'm also a, a registered rep for Thrivent Investment Management Incorporated, other disclosures are on Thrivent.com. Um, the best advice I could give to your listeners is this. Look at this as a comprehensive plan and how it fits into your whole life plan, not just a product, um, because anyone can sell just a product, but there is so much that goes into this. This is a product of love for for you and your family and and how you want your legacy. So doing the comprehensive planning, whether you do it with Thrivent or any other very good companies out there, look at it, look at this as a comprehensive, uh, way to, way to do things. So, um, you can call the, my phone number, um, at, at the office for, um, it is three, six, zero, six, nine, four, one, one, nine, seven. We have professionals that, that service both Oregon and Washington out of that office and more information at Thrivent.com. Okay. Truth is, you have representatives all across the country. So if someone happens to be hear this, be hearing this as a podcast and live in Indiana or Florida or Phoenix or something else, <clears throat> they can find that by going to Thrivent. That's Thrive with NT. I'm reading it on your shirt. Thrive with an NT on the end, Thrivent.com, Thrivent Financial. Jason Susie. And Patty Majora, thank you for coming in today. Uh, welcome uh, to our studio. And uh, we want to have you back again. A lot of good information for our listeners. So thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I had one last thing I wanted to say. It's maybe kind of a rhetorical question. And I'll pose this for myself and for our listeners. Whatever you felt about the price range uh, that um, Jason was mentioning you think long-term care insurance is expensive? Try not having it. That's kind of a little tease, right? 
and I'm reading right all that and it's saying it to myself. So what do I want to have happen at the end of my days? And uh, what do I want to leave for my family? So, folks, that is the program for today. I want to encourage you to tune in for the on-air portion of all of our shows every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. Commute time, drive time, fixing dinner, uh, changing diapers, whatever you're doing, tune on the radio, and we'll be talking to you. And then uh, go to the website to hear part two. It is available around the clock and around the world. Call the station for a uh, free CD of this show, 503-242-1950. And we'll uh, send one right out to you, 503-242-1950 for a free CD. So uh, we have uh, our website. You can go there anytime, look at our content, look at our programs, everything else, secondhalfnow.com. And that's us, Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders, tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and we are saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that honors him and blesses others. Let's meet again right here on our website or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.